I hate when my, I talk with my hands, I'm Italian, and sometimes I hit the, the mic, and it goes mute. Okay, so, where was I? Okay, so, you trust what's been revealed to you from God's Word in its character to know that even though you can't see the way forward, He does, and He can be trusted. Okay, some chapters of our life. Here's what what is good news about this. You might be in a chapter right now that is dark. And just because you're in a dark season, here's what we know can give us hope. Your story ends in glory. Okay? No matter if I struggle with CP now or 30 years, 40 years, it's not going to, this trial, see, I had a friend in the interview this week on the podcast say, our tragedies have an exp- expiration date. That is true. Eventually, we are going to be embraced by Jesus in glory. So I can tell you, you can trust Jesus, you can pray to Jesus in dark seasons of life and know that he's with you, okay? So how should we approach God in prayer? Like the beginning of the podcast, I believe this is the NIV translation of the verse. Here's how you should approach God in prayer. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There will there we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Okay? Alright. What can we expect from prayer? Yes, no, wait. My grace is is enough for you. Or like the NIV and ESV says, my grace is sufficient for you. So, effective prayer looks like this. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, will be opened. God will answer your prayer. Yes is the answer to prayer. No is the answer to prayer. Wait is the answer to prayer. And my grace is enough. So so when we pray sometimes, he'll answer and say, hey, I am the, the one that, that's going to fill that void for you. I'm enough. So this is like Paul. We can boast in our weakness. And we can say, I have learned to be content in all things because Christ gives me strength so that verse in philippians means i can face anything whether need or or plenty because i make christ the aim of my contentment so whether i am a mountaintop season or a valley season i have christ okay how do we pray I'm going to teach you the model of prayer called the Acts model of prayer. 
the 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 acronym is yeah, I better stop drinking coffee so late. Okay. The acronym is adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So when you start your prayer, and I don't want you to be robotic about it, but start with just loving on the Father, loving on the Trinity, loving on the Holy Spirit. This is where we just praise God for God. We're not going to Him with a laundry list of prayer demands. We're just loving on our Father. During this time, focus directly on God. Adoring him for who he is, his names, his character, his roles. Worship and praise God with all your heart. Okay? And then the next one, confession. When you acknowledge who God is and adore him for all that he is, confession is natural follow-up. For we cannot stand before the throne of God a holy God with sin between us and our Savior. Thank God he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And then Psalm 139. Search me and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me, lead me in the way everlasting so we're letting God at this part in our prayer time to cleanse our heart from from sin okay so create in me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from your presence and take not your holy spirit from me Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Confess and repent of specific sins. Okay? And God will forgive you. Get specific. He already knows about it. He's God. He's all-knowing. But confessing Specific things that you know you've done wrong. Puts you in a position to let God transform you. If we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9 says, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He will form you and change you in the, in the discipline of prayer. Okay. This is a big thing for us. You must accept his forgiveness and cleansing. You must believe God loves you. You must believe that you are forgiven. You are free to learn and grow and mature. You might stumble from time to time, but you must know God is with you. As it is, I rejoice, not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting. For you felt a godly grief that, that you suffered no loss through us. 
for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, where worldly grief produces death. That means I don't know two biblical characters that reflect this truth more than Peter and Judas. Both apostles both walked beside Jesus for three years. Both betrayed him. And yet, one had godly grief, Peter, and repented and Jesus restored him. But Judas, the son of perdition, that he was born to betray Christ, he had remorse, but he didn't repent. He never trusted Christ as the Messiah. The proof is that for three years, he kept stealing from the, the ministry's uh, money bag, right? He wanted Jesus to be a military king. So he never saw Jesus in his true mission at the first coming as the suffering Messiah, okay? So those are two examples of godly grief in Peter and ungodly grief in Judas. He felt bad because he betrayed a so-called good man, but he never truly repented, okay? Okay, now, we've done adoration, confession, okay? So, I'm going to model the, the prayer for you, okay? Father, I just want to thank you for who you are. I love you. You are my provider. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Abba Father. You are holy, you are pure, there is no deceit in you, and I thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I confess my sins that I have knownly committed, and the ones I don't even know are sin, but are still offensive to you. Lord, cleanse my heart so I can know you better and make you known to others. And now, Thanksgiving. This is a time for prayer of thanks. For what God has done, thank Him for your salvation, the many blessings in your life, protection, provision, open doors, opportunities, and in, in, in His gifts to man. Psalm 100. Enter His gates with thanksgiving, in His court, in His court with praise. Give thanks to Him, and bless His name, for the Lord His God, for the Lord is good. And his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. You're just thanking him for what he has done for you. Okay, and the last part of the prayer is supplication. What is supplication? This is where you bring your needs to God and the needs of others. So we're praying for our needs, and we're praying for the needs of others. The prayers of request. This is a time to ask God for a divine help to, to meet your needs. Solve problems, work or work in someone's life, and so on. Philippians 4, 6. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 1 Timothy 2, 1-4 First of all, then, I urge that supplication, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life. This is good and is pleasing in this sight of God our Savior, who desires people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Okay, guys. I said this on Sunday and I'll say it here. Prayer is not performance. This type of praying and the discipline of prayer is for a personal relationship with God. Okay? It's not to be like, you know, I hate when I get on Instagram and I see churches who have uh, camera teams and media teams Catching people, catching people in prayer. You can tell that the, the, the leaders know where the cameras are and they're trying to pose to look so spiritual and deep. It's not a candid shot, right? The Bible says those folks got their reward. But true prayer the true discipline of prayer is to do it between you and the Lord. Corporate prayer has its place. We come together at the church. We worship together. We pray. We lift up our uni- uni- unified voices. But your daily prayer life is for you to live for an audience of one. Matthew Six five through six, Jesus says, "When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that that is the reward they will get. But when you pray, go away by yourself." Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. Okay. That concludes our lesson on the discipline of prayer. Before I sign off today, I can't believe the podcast has made it to uh, 72 episodes. I want you, if you if you want to support this ministry, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help us get our content out there to more people. Follow us on Rumble. Follow us on Spotify. Limping for Jesus. Limping for Jesus Ministries. Help us reach people. 
You can help us by liking our Facebook page. Our Facebook page, um, we have over 2,000 fans now. Uh, can't remember the title. Because that's not what it's about. But that's where we have our written devotion at every day. I write written devotion almost every day. And you can go like our Facebook page. Share our content with your friends and family. Help us to help other people limp well for Jesus. I can't do this alone, guys. We need to join forces for the glory of God to help people trust Him in hard things. So I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode uh, on our YouTube channel. You can find past episodes. We had a couple cool interviews that I did uh, um, the last week. I have a new uh, playlist up that I'm going to be making videos every Wednesday for uh, the Young Baptist Catechism to help you be equipped to teach your children the faith and to teach yourself the faith young and old alike. So we have a lot of content that you can use to grow in your faith. I pray that you'll find a local church around you. And I'm glad that you enjoy the ministry here. I don't want to be um, a substitute for being in a faith community. I want to come alongside your walk with a faith faith community and encourage you that way. So until next time, guys, limp on, limp well, limp loved. God bless you guys.